0: Time for a change? Then this podcast is for you. You're listening to Aha Moments with Coach Ka, a podcast filled with everyday conversations with the goal of building better relationships, unlearning and relearning, and being present as a spiritual being, helping you free your mind of any fear based thoughts that are holding you back and cultivate an inspired awareness that can encourage you to take action over your life. Here's your host, Coach Ka.
1: Greetings, everyone. And welcome to this week's podcast. We are up to episode number eight, and it's truly been an honor to be in this space with you all once again. I just want to thank a few of you all that have been pouring back into me as I've been pouring out to you all, just reaching out to me to let me know how much insight and growth that you have been gaining by, you know, tuning in, listening into my podcast. It's truly an honor to hear the many stories that have been coming back to me already. And I'm only on episode number eight. So we're just now getting started and I'm just looking forward to doing more podcasts and, and just knowing that the best is yet to come. So let's jump right into this on episode eight. It's a simple, simple topic that I just wanna just briefly talk about, but it's, it's definitely uh, needed. I wanna just talk about briefly seven ways to know if you're not growing spiritually. Seven ways to know if you're not growing spiritually. No one can really tell you how much you you have grown that only you can decide that and and I personally can't tell you if you have or have not grown this topic has come from just my own experience and only just not only my experience but just talking to different people I understand that the ebb and flow of life you know and things can get in the way and, and how you've been feeling and you know things like that plays a part in how much you spend time growing spiritually now you may think that You know, spiritually growing always ties to religion. And of course, religion must have a a component of spirituality or no one will really show up there when you're dealing with the religious activities and and church of that nature. But spirituality at the same time uh, don't have to be tied to religion, if that makes any sense. Spirituality wasn't birthed from religion. It's actually the other way around. Uh, when I think of spirituality, I, I just think of the, my my everyday of life and how you're living your life, how you think, how you process things, how you flow with life. You know, everything when you're dealing with life must grow. If things aren't growing, they die. Would you can you agree to that? So we're here to grow. We're here to 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 develop ourselves and, and to understand who we are and, and understand the world that we are living th- living in. Anything that has a ship behind it, it tells you that it must be going somewhere in so many words like relationship, courtship, partnership, citizenship, all of these words and so on and so forth are taking us somewhere, must be doing something. So the spiritual life does not remove us from the world, but it leads us to a deeper understanding of the world. You see, when you start getting into your spirituality, when I think of spirituality, I also think of each individual. We can define it ourselves. So I don't want to have to necessarily give you a definition of it, but understand that you are spiritual. You are a spiritual being that has manifested into this into this world. The world itself is spiritual. You see what I'm saying? So you don't want to get caught up in just religion and just going through the formalities of, of life. Because oftentimes you can miss what's really going on in the world today. But understanding how spirit moves, you can understand clearly the signs of the times that we are living in today. So the spiritual path goes beyond the thinking mind. It is transcendent. It's it goes deeper. I think all cultures and and could, could admit that it's more of a consciousness, a conscious flow. And all of us come out of that consciousness As if God just pretty much birthed us out of it, you know what I mean? And it's like, this is what we are here to do, go beyond the thinking mind. But at the same time, the world is trying to condition us to not go beyond the thinking mind, trying to get us to stick with the thoughts leading us when we are actually the ones observing these thoughts and we can choose to respond to these thoughts or not. The wisdom keepers of all times and all continents and all peoples in their ageless wisdom say that human spirituality is composed of three aspects. I just want to just briefly give you these three aspects and then jump right into the seven things that can hinder you or stop you from growing spiritually. Uh, One of them is relationships. Like I said, you shouldn't have to compromise your growth because of relationships And it's hard sometimes when we are so used to certain things. Truly, we as humans are creatures of habit. And I'm not saying that is a bad thing or a good thing. It just simply means sometimes when you are going in a direction that is not helpful to you to grow, sometimes it's just hard to change when you know only the people in that direction. I'm here to tell you sometimes uh, most of us are actually called out of the crowd to stand apart from the from the masses and to be a leader, a true leader. I'm attracting leaders to my podcast. So I totally understand how you can feel lonely or left out on some things, or some people use the word the black sheep of the family. Oh, I totally understand. And I get what you have gone through. But what we're talking about here is the, the, the human spirituality is composed of the three aspects. And one of them is relationships. The other one is values. What you value can expand you or can constrict you. That's, that, that's a word by itself. It can either expand your awareness of your life and life itself, or it can constrict you. You're, and that sometimes can be down to your own beliefs, especially if you're very deeply religious. Sometimes you've you, you got to get beyond what you have been taught. Many times, even when you're dealing with, going back to relationships, It's tough sometimes because when you meet at that courtship level, you at that boyfriend and girlfriend level. So a lot of things are shallow. A lot of things you don't see in an individual or a person, that man or that one man. But then now when you want to go to the next level and, and get into marriage, now you're going down into the deeper levels. Now there's levels to this, to relationships. And oftentimes when you don't want to grow, your relationships can hinder you as well. So you want to make sure you're always looking to grow and and to expand your awareness so that you can always continue to grow and get better and better each time. And the third thing it mentions is also about your life purpose. So you got three things that compose of the human spirituality, your relationships, your values, and also your life purpose.
0: Experience more. Make sure to hit that subscribe button now.
1: So one of the things I want to talk about that can hinder you or you'll know that you're not growing spiritually anymore is fear of growth itself. Uh Uh-huh. There's a fear that you may leave people behind. There's a fear of leaving the familiar behind. When you realize you've outgrown certain things or certain people or certain cities, certain states, certain attitudes, you know, there's a fear there. It's no secret that growth is uncomfortable. For most people to grow one has to leave one's comfort zone. you know that's tough you know we we get into a place where we're comfortable in life, like I said in earlier episodes about you know when most people when they get to a point where they got their house, they got their car they, they 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 marry their spouse and then they get their children there and they got the job that they want. that's pretty much about it where people are at. They start growing their money and, they, and, and they're comfortable at that level. But when it's time to change or change houses and, and now your children are growing up and now you have to change. You can't treat them as a child anymore. They're, they're growing up to be adults, but you have to shift. You have to change. You have to not keep them at that baby stage, but you want to want them to grow. Imagine someone 40s and 50s and 60s. They're still home with mama and daddy and they're still acting like a child. Imagine birthing a baby and it never grows. right? That baby's always a baby and you always got to carry that baby around. Imagine that now. Just never grow. So some people grow old, but some people don't grow up. I'm going to repeat that. Some people grow old, but some people just don't grow up. And you can tell in their attitude, you can tell in their behavior, you can tell you can't even talk to them without them being angry. They're always complaining about things. Some people are just spoiled, rotten, and they won't change. So therefore, you have to understand that even if that person don't change and you have a desire to change, you must still grow and change. Second thing I've wrote down is your environment. Your environment is very important to you and your growth, one thing I've learned about the environment, you need space. You need time to to, to meditate. You need a quiet time. How else are you going to know the divine within if you don't have that quiet time? All of, all those guys talk about it. Jesus, if you come from Christianity, Buddhism, Buddha talked about it. Lao Tzu talked about it for the Chinese people. They, they all talked about this kingdom of God. They all talked about looking within. And one of the disciples when you when you're coming from the background of uh, of Christianity, for an example, uh, Jesus always he, he spoke in parables for a reason. Because when you're talking about a kingdom of God within yourself, you really can't talk directly about it. But he always referred to the kingdom of God is like something. So when he said that in the Bible, in the in the New Testament, there Matthew, I think chapter thirteen. Don't quote me on that. But the, the disciples were asking, "What is the kingdom of heaven like?" Because that which is not known to them can be explained only in terms of like, you know, that's why they spoke in parables and mythology means to explain things which you don't know and cannot know in this state of mind through something which, you know, Jesus knew it, but he couldn't hardly, he couldn't talk about it directly. You know, try to explain the unknown in terms of the known and is a myth, bringing some understanding to you where you are. It's like telling a blind man, to me, it's like telling a blind man what light is. He's always been blind, but now you have to explain to him what light is. That's deep. Wow, man, I just shocked myself. (laughs) I just shocked myself. Think about telling a blind man about light, for example. Now, talk about a kingdom of heaven is within yourself. and It's like a mustard seed. Think about that. He was trying to explain, back in the day, he must have been trying to explain the kingdom of heaven to farmers. If you grew up in the inner city, of course, you didn't know anything about land and farm. So the Bible speaks of terms of where Jesus' culture was back then. So imagine now, he's trying to talk to a bunch of farmers and, and trying to tell them about a kingdom that is within themselves. And so he went to what they can understand. He went to what they can understand as farmers. So he said the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. The mustard seed is the smallest of seeds. So one thing that I'm understanding that God, the word God that we use is invisible, smaller than the smallest. So how can you indicate that? (laughs) You know? So he he used the mustard seed as an indicator, but that's not the kingdom, it's just an indicator. Because beyond that mustard seed, you will not be able to understand because beyond is the invisible. The mustard seed is the, is, the, is the borderline to almost the invisible world. The smallest thing in the world of the visible. It's the smallest of the visible. If you go any farther, then you, you're not going to be able to see the seed. So therefore, you may not have faith enough to believe it. It all depends. I mean, you can see the mustard seed, but it is very small. If you go beyond, you enter into the world of the subtle. Not, well, I should say that which is smaller than the smallest. This mustard seed exists on the boundary, as I said before. But, and this mustard seed is not only the smallest visible thing, it also has a very mysterious quality that I have been learning. When it grows, it becomes the biggest of plants. So now we have a paradox. It's the smallest of seeds, But when it grows, it's the biggest of plants. I'm going somewhere. So he's saying the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed and that same seed is within you.
0: You're listening to AHA Moments with Coach Koff.
1: God is in you. I know religion, they did this job on making God outside of us, but I'm trying to be like all the greats, including Jesus, that he was pointing to us that the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. The God seed is in you. You must be planted in that in that environment of quiet time, meditation time, prayer time, because something must die in order for something else to live. That seed must be planted in the right soil, and that's why those farmers don't have to worry about trusting if it's going to grow or not. All the farmer needs to know is to plant the seed in water it, and it, the farmer knows in due time and in due season, it shall grow. But it first must be planted and the seed must die. The ego must die. Who we think we are must die. The little boy, the little girl must die. All that other things that people have labeled us must die in order for something else to live. And it's that God seed. But wait a minute. I said some people have a fear of growth. And then the second thing is in the environment because when you don't have the right environment, when you don't set the tone for your atmosphere, you don't have enough time to know what's going on in your life. L- life is happening to you instead of you allowing the spirit to lead you to the life that you desire. Understand something, ladies and gentlemen, there's a God seed in you, but you must die in order for it to live. You, we are, we're trying to control all of our lives, and I'm trying to tell you: if you just let go and let God, as the famous saying says, then you will be able to see the quality of your life will change because that mustard seed is a paradox: is small, but yet when it dies, it's the biggest of all trees, and other birds can come and get shade in that same tree. What about you? As you die in God. Rises up in you. There's other people like Jesus, like the Buddha, like Lao Tzu, and all those other great people and beings in Africa. All these eight great people can you can be one of them people as you begin to die yourself. You can become someone great in your own way. Sure, not everyone's going to look to you and, and come under your shade, but you're not looking for that because trees just give shade. It doesn't look for followers. It doesn't look for people that, that want shade. It's either you, it's going to give you shade regardless, just like the sun. You don't have to like the sun, but guess what? The sun will continue to shine. You're that sun, you're that shade, you're that tree. You're it. I'm here to encourage you to have that aha moment to say, you don't have to fix all of your life problems. If you can sit quietly within yourself, the answers will come. It will spring forth You will have the answers you need To move beyond that stuck Or that stagnation that's in your life today If you don't have answers to your problems today You don't have to look always to everyone else First, go within yourself And then as you go within yourself The answer, if it don't come right then and immediately Rest assured, spirit can move And it can move on anything or anybody To show you that yes, this is the way to go You're heading down the right path
0: Experience more. Make sure to hit that subscribe button
1: now. Now back to what I was saying. Number three. Fear of growth itself can cause stagnation. Number two is the environment. You need time. You need to set up a meditation space, a quiet time for prayer, even altar. Yes, if you grew up in church, especially Christianity, you know, you only know the altar when it comes down to going to the church. But again, reading that Bible really when you read the Bible for yourself, you can understand things a little bit more clearly because the temple of God is within yourself, too. Everything is within you. Why can't you set up an altar at your own home? Who said that that was a sin? You see the beliefs that can construct you from growing? Yes, it's okay to have an altar. People come to the altar for prayer and and set up things when you have different rituals or different, because we call it rituals, but some other people may not call it that. But when you have communion and baptisms and things of like that nature, you're doing something. But why can't you have that set up in your own home? You know, this is the year 2022, and we, the last two years, not sure if anyone realized it or not, but we were, the whole world was on lockdown. You know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now, we can look back at this saying, yeah, we was on lockdown, couldn't go to church. So what are you going to do? Do your spiritual life stop because you can't go to church? That's not true. You can set your own altar up and spend quality time with yourself. Number three. Ways to not allow yourself to grow spiritually. Number three is staying busy. And things that don't benefit you staying staying busy can cause you not to grow because you're not spending time with yourself. You're busy doing everything else, most likely for everybody else. And you don't want to spend time because you're allowing thoughts now to 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 run your life sometimes. You know, you don't have time for yourself. You don't even have time for rest or sleep. And, you know, that's not good. A healthy person understands that they need rest. Your spirit don't necessarily always needs rest, but I do know your body needs rest. And yes, your spirit can't just get tired. And it just wants to rest. But your spirit is always up. <laughs> I mean, uh, you, you, if you're a dreamer, you know, if you're imagining things all the time, your spirit is very strong. There's nothing wrong with your spirit. It's untouched. It's the other parts of you that needs to be healed and things of that nature. Number four, we're almost done. Distractions, that can cause you to not grow. In fact, this is a major hindrance towards your spiritual growth and development distractions. You know, how many, how many hours during the week do you listen to TV? How many hours do the week? Do you read a book? How many hours do the week? Do you always just work, work, work? How much time do you just spend alone? Just by yourself. Do someone always have to be in your presence to feel that you feel whole or that you feel happy? Do you always have to be doing something to feel like you're productive? Cause I know a whole lot of people that's doing many things, but they're not being productive, but they're just being busy. There's a huge difference from being busy and being productive distractions. It's okay to watch TV every now and then, but how many hours do you spend watching TV? That could be another hindrance because the, TG, the TV itself is a programming. That's why these channels are programmed. Come on, somebody programmed to think a certain way. Programmed to condition you to believe a certain thing. So if you ever want to understand our culture and why it thinks the way it thinks, watch social media and TV and music. It's, it's all around us. And when, when you come out with the truth, When you come out with your truth, when you come out with the answer and you can see clearly through all of this mess, see how many people really going to be able to even hear you. So that's why you got to be able to know and discern, you know, who's for you and who you can help or who you are um, able to give light to. And it's okay if it's nobody at this time. Sometimes you got to come out of the crowd to find yourself because as you find yourself, you find God. Number five, I'm almost done. Information overload. Right now, 2022, we're living in the information age. But I'm here to tell you there is a big difference between knowledge and information. Not all information is worthy of your attention. I don't know if you realize how powerful your attention really is. If someone has your attention, they have your attention. But you have so much power in your attention. I don't even know if you realize that or not. But those that are trying to control the narrative understand clearly how powerful your attention is, because if they can't get your attention, they can't condition you to do what they want you to do. Most people want to manipulate you, so they grab your attention. But when you can see the attention on what's going on within your own mind, within your own soul, within your own self, now you can see who's watching everything. Now you can see what you can let go of and be all that you can be. Information overload. The internet is full of information, but true wealth and true true wealth is also knowledge. People were back in the day would pay good money for knowledge, because when you have true knowledge, now you can see through everything, and now you will know, because the word know is in knowledge. Number six, idleness. Some people just get lazy. Sometimes humans can just be lazy people. They don't want to work. I don't know how anybody can wake up every day and, 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 and life is, nothing's going on. Nothing's going on. Not even money, no food, no things of that nature. And not saying that a person that can't obviously can't, but I'm dealing with those that are capable of, they're just idle, just lazy. They, they took it to 2.0. They just don't want to do anything. But yet they have the ability to do everything. That can truly hurt your spiritual growth. If you're looking to grow, if you're looking for answers to your life's most perplexing questions, you need to get in moving from being idle to getting productive in your life. And last but not least, I will say no real spiritual practice. No, in other words, no self-care. Benefits from having a spiritual practice is you have more better peace and happiness. You have a more of a spiritual love for yourself and for those that are around you, for humanity itself. You have more of a inner freedom to be all that you can be when you you have that type of spiritual practice. But when you don't have a spiritual practice in place and you just rely on going to church once a week and only doing those things, that's not enough. What happens once religion, if religion ever leaves here during your lifetime, what are you going to do? You have to go beyond the tool of religion and create your own space, create your own spiritual practice, and you stick to that. And as it begin to work for yourself, you will begin to just blossom and unfold naturally. You'll be a natural pillar for your community. You'll be a light amongst many other people around you. You you can be a go-to person for people to look to for advice. You will be the one that can change the destiny of your lineage. I'm here to tell you, you have been chosen to be the one to take your spiritual life more serious, having fun, but yet understanding that you're here to grow as well. And it's through adversity where I grew the most. It was through being rejected where I grew the most. It was through being overlooked where I grew the most. It's just been that way. And, and I understand that those that chooses not to grow may have home court advantage now. But I'm here to tell you, those of us that have chosen to take responsibilities, because sometimes a fear of growth is comes a level of responsibility when you have that Understanding that now you must be responsible for your own actions is easier to be the one that people blame. But at the end, you grow and you can grow beyond the nonsense. You can go beyond the the chatter of people and things and you can be in a place, an elevated place of who you really are and who you came here to be and to, to show forth that character, to show forth and display who you really are. So I encourage you that if you're at that stuck place and you need a coach to help you get unstuck, first look within yourself. Let that spirit, let that coach guide you. And as an outer coach, as an outer counselor, as an outer person that can assist you, I can assist you as you see necessary. But until the next time, stay encouraged. And remember, growth is the process. Everything else is secondary. Thanks, everyone, and you have a great rest of the week.
0: This episode of Aha Moments with Coach Cobb has ended, but your journey towards building a better life continues. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next Aha Moment. Thank you for listening.